Hi there, Coach Paula here. I know you're getting a lot from season one of Make Him Wonder, and I want you to get even more in season two. Go now to the 8020 Wonder Club and become a member. The 8020 Wonder Club is a membership club where you'll get all the new episodes of season two the moment they come out. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. That's the 8020wonder.club. Make this your year to be consistently mindful of what it takes for a relationship to go the distance. Go to the 8020wonder.club and I'll see you in the clubhouse. That's male with everything they do, but most specifically when they have met a woman that they really like, it is what they do. We actually lose otherwise good, wonderful men through time. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and welcome to Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula, a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. My guest today is 33-year-old Diana, who has recently begun dating 34-year-old Shane, who she met online. Diana states that she is in search of love, but because her past dating life has been, quote, a mess, she's not really sure how she is to behave. Diana believes the men in her area only want sex, or most of them, as opposed to anything real or meaningful. After becoming intimate, Diana feels her former fears of men lying to her return with a vengeance, and it makes her, quote, feel crazy. She wants to know how she can get Shane to a place where he wants to marry her and how she can keep her wits about her in love relationships. Welcome, Diana. Hi, Paula. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's nice to have you uh, on today, and this is a great question. I want to help you with it, and I want to get right into it. It's an interesting thing that you talk about the past mostly related to Shane, and we're going to get into that. What I'd like to do is find out a little bit about him first, and you say you met online. How did that happen, and what was your first interactions? Uh, maybe that was on the phone, maybe meeting uh, for the first time before talking, your first date, etc. Tell us about that. Okay, yeah, so I met Shane on Tinder, and um, it, this happened, we have only been dating for three weeks, so it hasn't been that long, but he approached me, you know, different than most of the men around my area. Um, he first uh, sent me a message, you know, asking me um, that about myself, and he he wanted to get to know me and if it was okay for him to take my number and you know I said okay let me get a little bit of background about yourself before 
we go ahead and move forward just to know if he was looking for our relationship um, because I'm looking, I was looking for a relationship, you know, three weeks ago when I met him. Um, so he said, he confirmed that he was looking for a relationship and um, we went ahead and exchanged numbers. He asked me for my number and um, he called me right away um, and um, we talked for maybe like 10, 15 minutes. I didn't want to stay on the phone for too long. And um, he wanted to, you know, that was a Sunday, and he wanted to meet up on the same day. And I said, uh, no, I'm not going to be able to meet up with you today. Uh, he's like, okay, how about tomorrow? And I said, yeah, we can meet up tomorrow. I get up from work at this time. And, you know, we set up a formal first meetup. Um, we went to a restaurant, and that was a first date basically. And we had dinner and we talked about, you know, each other. I tried to be there for maybe like, you know, an hour or two, but we ended up having a date for three hours. And at the end of the night, I didn't give him a kiss. I just said, okay, it was really nice to meet you and gave him a hug and went home. That was our first date. Great. How did you feel about that? Um, I felt really good. He was very respectful, which I really liked, and he seemed really interested in me. Um, he, I didn't do a lot of talking. He was the one talking most of the time because I usually, I'm the one doing the talking. And then after I write your book, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to stay quiet and like not talk as much. Um, so I felt really good. Although I didn't feel that, you know, he got to know me, I got to know him more, but um, I felt really good. He was very respectful. We were looking for the same things. Um, he was asking me a lot of questions, but I was trying not to give him too many details about my life. And what happened next? Um, so after I was done with that date, I didn't give him a case, like I said, and I went home and he sent me a text message saying that he was really happy to meet me, that he found the girl of his dreams. And I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, he's like a really cute guy. But um, I didn't want to get too excited. Um, so I just said, oh, it was really, you know, it was really nice to know you as well. And then um, he sent me um, another text to have a second date. So we went on a date. That was, like, on a Monday. And we went another, on another date on, like, Thursday. Um, and that day lasted again, like two, three hours. So I don't know if that was too long. And that's when, you know, he gave me a kiss and we went for like dinner and then each went home and it was, it was really nice as well. Uh, he was really respectful, which I really like. So, um, he thought that I didn't like him, but I went on a second date. So I don't know why he thought that, but yeah. And how did it progress from there? Um, we, uh, so basically he kept calling me and texting me every day, good morning text, you know, during the, you know, lunch time. He's like, okay, I hope you're having a great lunch. Um, during the night he will call me, but I will try to not stay on the phone for too long. I'm like, okay, let's talk for like 10, 15 minutes and then be done. 
Um, and then um, he wanted to have another date on Sunday. Um, I did go on a date on Sunday again, and he asked me to. Um, he asked me to um, delete the app. He he didn't. I mean, he he requested that. He didn't ask me to do it, but he's like, you know what? I I really think that you are somebody that I really want to get to know, and. I want to let you know that I deleted my profile, and I don't know if you want to delete your profile and they meet only. And I said that um, I said that that was really nice of him, uh, but that I wasn't ready to delete my profile yet because we we've, we've we've only gone out for three days. So I I told him that I really wanted to get to know him more, and um, on Sunday we spent all Sunday together, and I know that you mentioned in your book not to spend too many hours with somebody on, like, first dates, but um, I didn't even notice, but we were together for maybe, like, the whole afternoon, maybe, like, seven hours. Um, and then I went home, and, again, more text messages, good night, and then so far we have gone on, like, seven dates. Uh, some short during the week, very short during the week, and you know, I spend like one day during the weekend with him. He wants to spend Saturday, Sunday, Friday, but I'm like, no, uh, I have things to do. I need to work, um, and we also live very close to each other. So he wants to see me every day, and I'm like, no, I have to work. Then it's the next day. I don't think, you know, we can go out on the weekends. But, yeah, that has been a bit hard um, to say no, but I know it'll be better for me and for him as well if he's really interested. And it sounds like he is. At least he's behaving as he is very interested. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling very good about this whole situation. Um, He has given me signs that he's really interested and that he is interested in having a relationship. Um, I wanted to make sure that he was all in at the beginning. And of course, I have not had sex with him yet. Um, and that I know that helps a lot um, because I'm the type of person that after I have intimacy with somebody that I like, I basically change in um, I have stopped myself from that because I I don't know how I'm going to behave right after. Um, and second, um, I want to set up myself for success as well because I really like this. I really like him. He's very respectful. Um, he has been very respectful of me saying, you know, I'm not ready. You, you know, because we we have. We, we like each other a lot. We, I'm a very attracted to him. So uh, things have not escalated, but um, uh, I do like him. And, you know, it could get very easy sometimes to, like, let go and just be like, okay, you know, it's fine. I can, you know, probably sleep with him and I'll be fine. But I have not. I have told him that I wasn't ready yet. So good for you. I love hearing that. So it's been about three weeks, 
and you're spending this amount of time with him. He's pursuing you daily in some form, texting or calling and, and wanting to see you, but you've not yet had sex. How have you navigated that? And what have you been telling him, if anything? Um, in this particular case, it has not been very difficult to um, say uh, no to him when it comes to that sexual component because I, it's very respectful. And I, I don't think I have experienced this in a while. Um, um, where I'm, where I tell the other person that I'm not ready to have sex yet, and you know he's he takes a step back and he's like he says, no, you know what, I'm really interested in you, I really respect you, and I I want to get to know you, and if you're not ready yet, that's okay. So it's very different from what I have encountered in a few years that I have been single. So it's been a very refreshing. Very, very good. Are you feeling confident because of this? I am feeling confident. I am feeling uh, loved as well, even though he's not in love with me. But, you know, I do appreciate that he, he wants to give me the time that I need to um, trust him enough to be able to you know, get to that point where I, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to, you know, to have intimacy. Um, so, yeah, it makes me feel confident, especially having the background that I have. So it, it makes me feel good. And, and I want to get into that. I really love hearing everything so far. One question I have for you is, and this is going to come up for you, is what will make you know that you are ready to have sex? Um, so that's the part where I struggle. I, and I struggle very, very much um, because I don't know when I will be ready to, you know, have sex or be intimate with somebody um, due to my past. And I wouldn't want to take my past into the present, but at the same time, um, before or years ago, I was not attracting the, I, I said I wasn't attracting the best men in my life and um, that, let me to become the person that I am now that I have trust issues with. And, and tell me about that when you say your past, because I think the past does influence what is going on for you right now. And I did ask you uh, the question I asked because we want to get very specific about what, what will make you know that you are ready and what has to happen to allow you to be ready because when you are very clear on those things it helps not only you of course but also for him and it helps guide the relationship first before we go into that let me ask you about 
your past, and you're 33 years old now. What has been your experience? Uh, did you have long-term relationships? And what created the trust issues for you? Okay. So in regards to my past, um, I, I will say that I didn't have a blueprint of what a good relationship was supposed to look like um, due to my family background and history. Uh, my parents didn't have, you know, a good relationship, and um, I grew up with my grandparents, and they were together, but, you know, I always saw my grandfather treating my grandmother not in the best way, and females probably were not valued in my family. So that is one reason. And then as I grew up, I, I had two long relationships. Um, one lasted for three years and a half, and the second one lasted for about six years. But I would say that they were not the best relationships either. Um, they were not very good. Um, after I ended up my six-year relationship, um, I was feeling, you know, very, um, how I will say it, I was feeling not very confident about myself. I had very low self-esteem, and I went into, I went into different phases. First, I I, I wasn't sure if I wanted a relationship or if I didn't want a relationship. Um, so I, I started to get into this cycle for like four years of like, okay, you know, if men don't want to take me serious, then I'm going to use men. And I don't know how I can look back now and see this because after I have read your book and I know how females work compared to males, like we can never be like a man and men can never be like a female. It's just, um, we get the wrong ideas sometimes due to lack of um, knowledge. But it's understandable that not having the mentorship of an, a woman in your life uh, like your mother or someone else kind of showing you the ropes and then having seen not such good relationships uh, from the adults in your life, uh, then having long-term relationships that didn't work out, it stands to reason that you would just try different things because, well, my goodness, if I can't get a full relationship, maybe I've been going at this the wrong way and maybe I just need to take men for what they're good for, uh, sex and maybe some fun and, and see how that goes. Correct. That is exactly what happened to me. I was trying different methods just to see what will feel best. And the last method that I was using, just pretending that, okay, I'm going to use men, if they want to use me, left me feeling really empty. I was not happy, and 
I I was just in this cycle of, you know, I will meet up a person online or, you know, at a bar or at a party or anywhere. And I like them and they like me and I wasn't a worthy opponent, like you say on your book. I was not I was not being a challenge. Um, and I feel that men sometimes can pick up of when a female is, be, is feeling vulnerable, like she has a low self-esteem. And I was in search of love, but I was getting something else. So I was being played by men because they, I think they could sense that a girl needs attention and then she wants to feel loved and, you know, etc. And then we end up giving the wrong energy. And then I wanted to blame men, but at the end, the only person to blame was me because I needed to change. And um, I, I will date somebody and then I will date them for like a week or two weeks. I will be intimate and then they will disappear. And that happened quite often for four years. And it left me pretty empty, feeling really empty and lonely. And it was, it was pretty bad. Wow. You just put that so uh, succinctly and so uh, beautifully. You outlined the experience of so, so, so many women in the sentences you just spoke. I mean, truly. Yeah. I, I, I did went through that, and um, there were a few men, because I have been single for four years, and there were a few um, male figures that I really liked, that I was really interested, um, and they were consumers. They were consumers, but I didn't see that because, of course, we we don't know this until we go through many situations and experiences uh, that we start picking up patterns of, like, okay, if a man behaves this way, that means that he's probably interested compared to another person that behaves in another way, right? Um, And those experiences, they, they left me feeling you know, very empty and depressed. And I, um, until a point that I felt that I was not worthy enough, I was not, I mean, I didn't feel like I was worthy. I felt, oh my God, I, I, I got into a big depression. And there was a point where I was like, I, I don't want to live anymore. Like, this is not okay. Like, this is not good. And um, I knew I had to stop. And I knew that I need to stop dating because I needed to center the attention in myself. I knew that this pattern was not happening because of the exterior world, but because of me. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I'm repeating the same pattern 
over and over and over, and I need to do something about it. Again, I'm, I'm very, very impressed with your inner knowledge and, and, and you coming to, to that. It sounds like you did rather quickly. I mean, if you did all that in four years, you really did come to it rather quickly. Um, I, I knew that there was something that was not right. I, I, like I said, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to leave anymore. And I, so I had to look for another method. So to kind of cope with that pain and I'm like, okay, I'm going to delete all my, you know, apps, dating apps. I'm going to stop the dating. I'm going to stop going out with men for a while because I really need to focus on myself. That happened in like in 2019. And um, I, you know, the thoughts of, you know, not wanting to leave, they were not, you know, very healthy either. So I knew I had to look for help, but I didn't do it right away. It took me like maybe a few months to come to the decision to look for therapy. And I, I did look for therapy and I took, I, I, I have been on therapy for maybe a year and a half, maybe. And I, uh, I realized that, you know, um, the relationship with my parents led me to how I see life right now, especially in my relationships and I, I want to give myself the opportunity to fall in love in a healthy way, to be in a healthy relationship. Uh, but I know that my patterns and my habits take the best of me. So I feel that I probably met somebody that is really nice. Um, and I want to take the right steps. Um, to be successful. And if I'm not successful um, here, then at least I can practice or when the next person comes. Um, but yeah, that's my goal. It's a wonderful, wonderful goal. You've done a lot of work to get here. And it sounds like you've met someone who is kind of meant for you at this time and he's treating you as you've evolved to be treated. Yes, uh, that is correct. And um, I, and even though I met him like maybe three weeks ago, um, I will say that, you know, after all the therapy uh, that I have had, um, the fear of uh, the fear of, you know, dating is still there. And I didn't realize this until like a month and a half ago when that fear came out out of nowhere. Sometimes we push that inside and we don't pay attention to those little things, those emotions. And sometimes they come out in the worst situation. So that year of like dating and feeling abandoned by another male figure came out probably a month and a half ago and that's 
when I got really deep into your work because um, I was like, I really need to take care of these. I really need to take care of these. Uh, I need to change the situation as soon as possible. Good for you because it, it again, sounds like you've taken this by the, by the, by the horns, so to speak. And that is going to serve you well. You looked for an answer both inside yourself, and you've been working on that with a therapist. Fantastic. And then you also looked for the understanding of men. And then you somehow came across my work and probably others as well. So I want to get into now what you're really going to do vis-a-vis Shane and moving this relationship to what it is that you would really like. Getting him to a place of him wanting to marry so that you can then decide. Is that about right? That is correct. Great. So let's talk about that when we come back. Have you met a man you think might be the one? If so, you're likely riding a high. It's fantastic to have finally found something that really fits and feels right. After all, you've endured in dating, the disappointments and the months or even years of being alone, not to mention the painful lost loves, it's wonderful to be able to take a breath and no longer have to wonder But can you really relax? Well, if you're listening to me right now, have read my book, or watched me on YouTube, you likely know that relaxing in relationships and just letting things happen doesn't always end in you getting what it is that you desire and deserve. And it also doesn't get the man who loves you what he really wants and needs because men look to women to direct them in relationships. And men do best in marriage. That's right, studies show that married men are much healthier and happier than their single counterparts. Men deeply desire the connectedness and purpose marriage provides them. But if you're not actively directing your relationship onto the right path, your Mr. Wright could end up walking out of your life. Then both you and he have lost a lot, possibly a lifetime of health and happiness. And it could happen so easily, so quickly. He pursues you and presents as all in for months. You know you're on track, and then for seemingly no reason, he starts to pull back. Then you become anxious, and and then things go off the rails. If you're here, you know you've made mistakes in the past. Some big, but some so small, you're baffled why things didn't work with a man who you know loved you. Why he just couldn't talk things out and work things out. But there is good news. If you now have someone, you can change the way you do things so that the end result changes so that you get all that you desire and deserve and have no more disappointment and heartbreak. 
If you're here, you know that it's up to you to make a romantic relationship work and go the distance. That you need to be the mechanic of your relationship and set your GPS to the destiny you deserve and what will make you both happiest. If you're ready to make the little turns and tweaks that will be a game changer in your romantic life and commit to what works to get you everything you want with the man in your life, wait no more. My GPS program, the Groom Positioning System, will get you on the right road and keep you there so that you reach your destiny. Go to coachpaulagrooms.com slash programs to get all the details on the groom positioning system. There you'll fill out a simple questionnaire and in no time at all, you and I will be talking one-to-one about your unique situation. We'll have a full coaching session where I'll answer all your questions and give you all the particulars. We'll talk about your history and if your current situation is on track to meet your goal. Most importantly, I give you my honest, no holds barred assessment of your unique situation and my coaching on what to do right now to tweak things in your favor so you can have the complete commitment that ultimately makes both you and your man completely happy and fulfilled. Don't continue to delay doing something different. And please, don't kid yourself that because the man is different and things feel different this time around, that ultimately things will end differently because it's up to you. You need to do things differently to finally get what you desire and deserve. I have the simple, subtle, and value-based tweaks that put you on the path to commitment. And week by week, I help keep you on track to reach your divine right destination. Make a commitment to yourself to set your GPS in the right direction. So this time, your Mr. Right is yours for the journey. And you finally reach the destination that is so rightfully yours. Go to coachpaulagrooms.com slash programs. Fill out the questionnaire. And we'll be talking soon. So we're back with 33-year-old Diana, who has recently begun dating 34-year-old Shane. We just talked to Diana about how respectful Shane is being, how they have been dating now for three weeks and seeing quite a bit of each other. He is certainly uh, stepping up to the plate and he's being in contact every day. And he sounds like he's very, very interested. And the most uh, wonderful thing about this here is that he's being super respectful And sounds to me, Diana, correct me if I'm wrong, he is giving you all the time you need. What has he actually been saying, if anything, about sex? And what have you two talked about, if anything? Um, He hasn't really mentioned the, the subject of sex. He probably says when we're kissing, very passionately, like, oh, I'm going to do this in a very respectful way. I'm going to love you very much. And, you know, he's from the Middle East, so it's, um, it's, it's there. He's very poetic, romantic, I will say. And uh, <laughs> it, it's funny to me, but um, he's, he's very respectful. Um, he did say that 
he wanted to celebrate his birthday with me, which is on the month of May, 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 first week of May. And um, he asked me if I, if I where wanted, I mean, uh, if I wanted to spend my birthday with him, and where did I want to go? So I'm from, you know, LA, Orange County area, and I said, oh, let's go to San Diego. I would love to do that. Um, so he said, okay, I'm going to book a room there. Um, but I, um, he, she did say this like on our first week of dating because we haven't been dating for too long and. Yesterday, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and I don't know why it comes to my mind that maybe I shouldn't have said yes to him so fast. Like, um, I don't know. I'm, I have so much fear inside of me. I'm like, what if he goes wrong? What if he doesn't take me serious after that? I mean, I, so I, I, I sent him a message yesterday, and I, you know, after he texted me, of course, because I never initiate texts. <laughs> and um, I asked him if he already booked the uh, hotel, and he said no. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, that's perfect. And he, he said, I'll do it a week before your birthday, and may I ask why? And I didn't really give him a reason. I just said, okay, perfect. And um, um, we saw each other yesterday for like two hours, and he asked me why I didn't want him to book the room, and I just said that it was probably too soon to think about that when we've only been dating for three weeks and we didn't have like a committed relationship or anything like that. So she's like, babe, but I want you to be my girlfriend. Do you want to be my girlfriend? And uh, so he asked me to be his girlfriend yesterday. So we're I, I, so I agree that I will be his girlfriend unless, I mean, if we take it as slow, because we, we don't know each other very well. So, um, so he asked me to be his girlfriend. I, that felt strange. I don't think somebody have asked me that question in years. But, it, um, it does feel strange when that happens when you're coming off of all that you've come off of in recent years. Correct. He felt yes. very strange. Mm -hmm. Men not being respectful and not even thinking about you being their real girlfriend. But you see now when someone does, like Shane, he is very, very interested in that and he is showing you that he is willing to wait. It's going to be very important for you to decide what will make you really comfortable and what decisions are you going to make around that because the most important part of it is really you deciding, you deciding vis-a-vis -vis what will make you not change your behavior and secondly, and almost most importantly, is what will lead him most to want to propose to you and allow you to make that decision? The first thing that I wanted before getting into a, a you know, a intimate, like a sexual relationship, you know, or having sex 
will be to be in a committed relationship or, you know, being exclusive. So I already got that part. But um, I do want to get to know him a lot more. My question is, where I feel I need guidance from you, is how to approach things after intimacy. Because I feel that right after that experience is where I start behaving differently. Um, and that's where I probably need your guidance or what would you recommend um, to keep, of course, I need to keep him wondering, um, you know, and um, what would be the best way to get him to a point where he wants to make that move in a year from now? Um, that, okay, I want to get married with you, because he already talks about marriage. He's very interested. He's not like, oh, I want to think about it, Let's see what happens. No, he, from the beginning, he felt, he said to me, um, I'm really successful in what I do, and um, I'm getting old, and I do want to make a life with somebody. Um, so that, that is my question, how to get myself to that point. So I'm going to ask you a few questions to help you figure that out. If you could wait until after marriage, would that be something that you would want to do? Um, no, I wouldn't want to wait until after marriage. No. And just for my own edification, vis-a-vis -vis you and Shane and this particular man, why not? I guess it's something that I'm, I never thought about it. I didn't grow up with the idea that I should wait until marriage to be intimate. That's why it doesn't resonate with me. But in, I can look into it. I'm open to the idea. And it's interesting because in our modern society, it is kind of a foreign uh, concept to a great many women. It isn't what we've had in our past, and we uh, don't feel that it's modern, and some of us don't even feel that it makes sense because, oh my gosh, what if I get married to someone and then I don't like the sex? Yeah, that is true. That's actually what I have always thought. Okay, but there is a whole other part of the world that doesn't do things that way. And you said he comes uh, from the Middle East, and maybe his background is that you wait. Do you know? Uh, yes, I know. So he is from Iran. So, um, and I did ask him, you know, about his background, like, you know, very light questions, of course. Um, you know, he, he mentioned God in the subject one day, and I'm like, oh, so what are you? Are you Muslim? Are you? So he said he was Christian. Um, he has lived with girlfriends before, uh, but he didn't marry them because he wasn't ready to get married. And as he was telling me this, I felt like I was reading, I was reading your book. 
he said, you know, I really love my ex-girlfriend, but unfortunately she wanted to get married and have kids, and I wasn't ready. And so I, even though I love her, I let her go because I was not going to stop her from getting what she wanted. So at that time, he was in a place of being a consumer. Exactly. Right. And it wasn't that he didn't love her. He just was not ready. And now it sounds like he's more in the place of being a buyer and was just looking for a wonderful puppy to love. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So he's asked you to be his girlfriend. I'm hearing some reservations, however, if that is enough for you to have sex. No, that is not enough at this point because, yes, we are exclusive and we both deleted the Tinder app, um, but that doesn't mean that I know him well. So, I, And I know we don't really get to know somebody, but I want to date him for at least a month and a half or two months if I ever get intimate with him. So I understand the concept of, well, I don't really want to uh, commit to marriage and wait until marriage to have sex because, yes, it's, it's a tough thing after we have had sexual experiences to go into something blindly uh, regarding sex for the rest of our lives, you know, in a committed relationship with someone that we really don't know what that would be like. That's, that's understandable. Is that kind of how you feel? It's just something that I never thought about it, if that makes sense, because I didn't grow up with that mindset. So it's something that is completely new to me. Um, and I have never asked a male to wait for me until you know, marriage, so I, I wouldn't know how to express that. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, here's the, the thing. It, it can work if it works for you as the female in the equation. It can absolutely work for the male, especially a male from a a culture, whether Christian or, or Muslim or uh, Jewish, it really is dependent upon a number of factors such as him being in the place of being a buyer, totally being in love with you, um, and understanding that your value is very high when you put those parameters on it. Because I, I go see. by what, uh, you know, I say a lot, what we do with him, he thinks we do with all men. So when you state to him, I want to wait until marriage to have sex, he immediately puts you in, you know, you're already in the first category, meaning Madonna category. If you know my work at all, the, I go by Freud's Madonna core dichotomy. He's already put you in that category, which is fantastic for you. And you can choose how you will stay there 
So I often talk about this, and it's hard for a woman in this situation to uh, kind of wrap her mind around it. So it's going to take some thinking on your part. But there is a middle ground here. So it means, well, you may not have sex as a girlfriend. You may not wait until after you're married. But there is the middle ground of sex after engagement. Okay, that's um okay. And here's what that does. When we let the man know that a man's complete commitment to us is what will allow us to be physical with them, it is the highest form of being in Madonna category, meaning that you're worthy of being a wife and mother to his children. Does he talk about having children? Yes, he does. He okay. does talk a lot. He asked me, uh, he has asked me a few times if I want to have kids and how many kids. Mm-hmm. Um, he has asked me if I wanted to get married. He has asked me that a few times as well. Okay. Um, what is your answer? I told him that, yes, that I do want to get married and that I want to have kids as well. So he but, Yeah, I told him that on the kids' side that I wanted to wait, you know, a few years, um, probably just get married and then travel for a little bit and then have kids. Uh, but I do want to get married and that I do want to have kids. All right. So because you state that it's been very hard for you, that you feel like because of your past, you have the trust issues that you have and you won't be able to be really relaxed in terms of becoming intimate, there is that possibility of taking this towards the what I'm hearing from him that you can go towards um, getting engaged first. And I would recommend that for you because you know, if you know my work at all, it's extremely important that he makes a decision. Once he's made the decision and he makes that formal and public vis-a-vis a proposal, you can then be all in And I assume that that would help alleviate some of the trust issues. Do you believe it would? Mm, I think it would. But I also want to ask you if I were to be intimate with him, um, uh, will that uh, cancel the possibility of me you know, getting married in the long run? Ah, it's a good question. It doesn't because he's made the decision. You see, we want to get to the proposal from the man because the proposal for him is his word. He's made that 
formal decision, it's, it's made then. It's not made at the marriage. It's made then. It doesn't cancel anything for him. What it can do is give you the time and the security that you need. In other words, if you become intimate after he's made the decision, you will feel secure and you are much less likely to change. And what I mean by engagement is he proposes and you set a date for marriage. And you can set that for any amount of time out, but I don't ever recommend that it is longer than a year. So three months, six months is a sweet spot, or a year, but no longer. Okay, and then my other question is, if we were to be intimate before he makes the decision, then that will hinder or might interfere with the goal of getting married? You know, I, I can't say yes or no to that, but I can say that it could hinder it for sure. And again, that is so multifactorial, I can't even tell you how many factors go into that. But one thing that heavily plays into it is that he knows that you will. And what I mean by that is, again, what you do with him, he thinks you could do or would do with any man. And that can eat away at his core belief of you being in the first category. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. So that is why if you were to state to him when he brings it up about, for example, this is a good example, he wants to go away for, I, I can't remember if it was his birthday or your birthday, but one of the birthdays, he wants to take a trip and get one room. And you've already brought it up that you asked him had he made the reservations and he had not, and he wanted to know why. So I assume he's going to bring it up again soon, correct? That is correct. Okay. So here's your chance. And you say, you know, when you first brought it up, I really wanted to please you, and it sounded, you know, so fun because I really wanted to get away and this whole year of lockdown, and it would just seem so wonderful, and I kind of lost my head about it. But here's... You know, I know you asked me what the problem was, and, and here's what it is. And, and I'm going to be really honest with you about this because I've thought a lot about it. And I just wouldn't be comfortable going away and spending any time in a hotel room with you. And... Just so you know, in terms of, and you've been really respectful, and I'm so, I'm, I, I, I honor you so much about that. But I really know that I'm not interested in having a full sexual relationship with any man until I'm engaged to be married. 
What would he say to that? I don't know. I think he would be, I don't know what he, since I, have, I don't know him for too long, I don't know what he will say, but I can bring it up and see what happens. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. If he's feeling the way he's feeling, and you know from my book, men cannonball into the lake, right? Men with any body of water, the pool, the ocean, the lake, they cannonball in, meaning if it's the ocean or a lake, they run in from the shore. They don't dip their toe in and test the waters. When they know they want to go swimming, they run in. Or in the pool, they do a cannonball into the pool. That's male. With everything they do, but most specifically, when they have met a woman that they really like, it is what they do. And I'm hearing that he's all in. And we often make the erroneous assumption or the mistake of going along with feelings of ours and not paying deference to how quickly it goes for the men. They've cannonballed in, and then what happens is we want to spend a long time in the water with them, splashing around, and they get tired of splashing around and they get out. Now what I mean by that is you're not doing that, and here's why you're not doing it. He's cannonballed in, but The splashing around, you're not doing because you've not had sex. That actually makes him know more for sure that you could be the one. That can seem oxymoronic to us because we don't even know each other. How could I be the one? I don't even really know him that well. Men don't work like that. It's like us with puppies. If you are going to, you, you are at a place in your life where you want to adopt a puppy, they're all cute, they're all wonderful, and you can love them all. But you decide, okay, it's time for me. I really want to get a puppy. And then you go looking for them and you even go online. And it's kind of like online dating. One is cuter than the next. And it's like, oh my gosh. And then you stumble across one and you think, Wow, that's a, that's a great breeder. I'm going to go see the pups in that litter of puppies. And so you go and you spend time with them, and it's not much time. But mostly out of them you say, that little one could be, could be mine. And you set about setting your sights for getting that particular one. You didn't spend a lot of time with it. You don't really know, because it's just a little teeny, tiny, nine-week-old thing, what it's really going to be like. But because the time is right for you, and because you cannonballed in, meaning you're just right there, and it feels great right there, you make the commitment. And then you take it home. And every day after that, you have committed to giving it your time, attention, affection, and taking the responsibility for it. And most generally, you live up to it. 
even when it poops on the floor, and even when it chews your shoes, and even when it's not so great, you committed to it and you do it. And that's what men do with women who show them they're in the right category, are worthy of taking home. And it's not about time for the men. We actually lose otherwise good, wonderful men through time. It's all about you, Diana, and you knowing and feeling. And you may not really know until you've gotten more intimate with him. I understand that. Because we as women, we don't know until we've gotten more intimate. But you're not going to necessarily feel secure being intimate, and you don't want the relationship to go off the rails, like you said, because you become, quote-unquote, and these are your words, a mess or crazy after sex. And all that is, is you are not knowing. It's very understandable. Women feel the way you feel after having sex with a man because of not knowing, because of not having the commitment, because of not having the security that he's just not going to up and leave. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I will, you know, think about it and see how I'm going to uh, address that and, you know, tell him, you know, follow your advice. Uh, well, if, and... Are you really, uh, I'm kind of shocked. I mean, would you want to just follow that advice without other questions to me about it? Um, I will say that I will probably need more guidance, um, you know, in near the future. I, like I was thinking about your coaching, um, but I, I, I do want to try something different to get a different result. And that's great. And it, it takes that. It takes doing things differently and out of our comfort zone in order to get the different results. So I love that. Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, somebody said, and I don't know, I'm not going to be able to quote who said it, but courage is not doing something without fear. Courage is having fear and doing it anyway. That's real courage, yeah. you know. Because when we haven't done something before, there's a bit of fear or anxiety attached with, with doing something new. But what I'm hearing from you and what's so profound and so smart about it is you said, well, all of my 33 years or adult years of dating, so say for the last since I've been 19 years old, so for the last 14 or 15 years, since I've been 18, I've done things in a way that has provided me um, not much and in some cases a great deal of pain. And I don't want to do that. And I have nothing in terms of a committed relationship to show for that pain, and I don't want that. You're saying I have a good, good candidate here. It sounds like you like him. How do you feel about him? Um, I do like his personality, and he's attractive, and he's, um, 
he's someone that I can see myself uh, dating him and being his girlfriend. I, my only question here, I guess, it will be, let's say that I do tell him that I, I would like to be intimate with him after we have, like, a formal commitment. Um, I wouldn't, let's say he says, okay, like, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't know how long to wait, like, three months, six months. Uh, since I relate these through time and he doesn't. When you say wait, you mean, and, and, and we need to get really particular here because you're saying commitment, formal commitment. What does that mean? What do you mean? Okay, so to wait to be intimate. Um, so let's say that when he tells me one more time, okay, are we going to San Diego? Are we booking the hotel? I'm going to say no, um, and then I, I will tell him exactly what you told me. Um, and then, you know, let's wait until we have a formal commitment, in this case, a ring that says, okay, I have made the decision of taking you in my team. Then that period of time will be like, I don't know how long do I need to wait for that. Like, well, that depends on each person, I guess. You mean, um, so what, what typically happens for most is that if you say that, he, it actually might, it, you're going to get one of two reactions. If you said what I said to say, he could be like, wow, I mean, we, we don't really know each other much. You know, it's been a really short time or, you know, wow, I hadn't even, you know, thought that far along or whatever. And you just, you just say, mm-hmm, I, I know, I understand. I'm not saying tomorrow or the next day or, or next month. I'm just saying that that's what I want to wait for. And that's all you say. And then he, as a man... He probably won't do much talking about it. He will go away by himself and think about it. This is what typically happens. Because men don't relate via verbalization. They relate via action. So he will then start the wheels turning and think about whether or not he would like to propose. And it can come very fast because you're in the right category, he likes you enough, and he knows this is someone who he would want as the mother of his children, okay? So that could happen super fast. Okay. And you just, otherwise, you wait, but you do what you're doing, and you don't do much more. The okay, second, that sounds doable. Well, the second thing that could happen is he could say, wow, you know, I, I'm, I, didn't, I, I didn't see that coming at all. And it's not something that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about. Although I do want to get married someday, it's not something I'm thinking about at all. Like, in the, you know, in the next year or whatever, that wasn't what I was thinking about. Then you say, okay, I understand. That's just how I feel. And... You know, I just wanted you to know that because that's what I'm about now, and I understand. 
You see, either way, it's the same answer. Because here's what will happen if, if he doesn't have enough feelings for you and it doesn't inspire him to do it. You know what will happen? He will probably walk away. That's right. He's not going to continue seeing you. You know if you say that, here's the beauty of it, you know that if you say that and he keeps seeing you, guess what that means? That he really likes me. means more than that even. That he sees me as a potential uh, female to get married and, you know, he will probably propose. There you go. It's then it's a matter of time. Yes. Okay. Because he's not okay. going to stay around a woman, a pretty puppy like you, and stay around and date you and spend all this time with you and not know, make a decision so that he can lock it down and have sex with you. He's not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. So that was really good information. Yeah, you will have the answer either way. And what will do for you, and again, when I'm talking to somebody, I'm talking about specifically you and your situation. You are ready for this. You are ready to do it. You've done a lot of work on yourself, and you... you this, this took a lot for you to get here. You've been through a lot, and you want a change in your life, and you want to see how things work by making a change. That's huge. Many women would not be at a place to do this. And I dare say, if you had come to me, think about this, Diana. If we've been talking, say, three years ago or four years ago, and you were dating somebody you liked, and you'd been on a couple of dates with him, and you had a lot of chemistry or whatever, and I told you this, would you have been at all ready to take this in and do anything of the sort? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Everything is funny in our life. Everything comes at the right time. You're ready to receive it. Because before, it probably would have been like, this is craziness. I'm not going to tell somebody I've known for three weeks that um, I, I won't have sex until I'm engaged. Here's the beauty of it. You're not saying him. You're showing it as your value. I've decided that this is something that I... I you know, I want for my life and I'm not willing to have sex with anyone with whom I'm not engaged. You hear anyone, not you, I'm not going to have sex with you until I'm engaged to you. You're saying it as an overall, I have decided, and this is where I've come to in my life, that I don't, the next man that I am going to have sex with will be the man with whom I'm engaged to marry. That's like, that's, that's beauty to a man's ears who wants a, a wife and possible mother of his children. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you can't go wrong with it because either way, you will know in short order. And then, because here's the deal. If you get a ring in, say, two months of dating, and he proposes, many people would say, oh, my gosh, that's way too soon. You don't know, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to tie the knot and be legally married for another six months or nine months, correct? Correct. Right. But you can have a great truly committed relationship vis-a-vis engagement during that time. And in short order, you will know. And this is where you're going to have to listen to your heart during that time. If at any time you say, you know, this isn't right for me. Um, He's not who he presented to me in the beginning. It's not what I wanted. You will be able to hand him back the ring and get out of it. But here's what you will have had in the meantime. You will have had a man who's completely committed, who's made a decision, and you will not have wrestling with the awful feelings of not trusting and feeling at completely loose ends in the not knowing. Okay. Okay. Um, it sounds doable from that perspective. Like, I think I'm almost 100% sure that I can do it just to see what will happen. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's, it's going to be a very cool exercise for you, and I think you're going to be very pleasantly surprised at his, because I think you're going to get what I uh, touted as the first response. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe you'll be getting, I understand that. Yeah, I, I, that makes sense to me. I think you're going to get that. And then he'll just go away and he'll set about deciding when that's going to be. And he will want to make it meaningful. You will likely be hinting around at certain things. You will know if he, he, you know, he may go away for a couple of days and be a little more distant than usual. But then all of a sudden he'll be right back in with a vengeance and he'll be making his plans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to see how that goes. I will, yeah. I will, I will do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so ready that I think even if he walks away, like it wouldn't hurt. I'm like, I've had, I didn't lose anything. That's right. That's right. And if he walks away, here's the deal. He knows he's not ready and he won't play with you because he respects He's put you in first category. I don't think he'd be continuing to date you even now with all the time that you've spent if he were in this for any other reason than the full meal deal. In other words, if he were just in it for uh, playing with a woman or just having sex, he wouldn't be doing all this. I agree. Yeah, he wouldn't. Because he can go and have that 
with any number of women. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's already likely quite close to that decision. And by you doing this, you're actually going to help him make the final decision. Okay. I yeah. will definitely do it. And to be honest, I didn't even um, think about this possibility, but I will, I will be doing this pretty soon and see how that goes. Wonderful. Well, we want to hear about it. And if, uh, you know, if I can help you in that, then that's a great thing because I'm all about women getting to the, to the proposal and engagement because it's what works best. It absolutely works best because everything you're telling me about, you know, how it feels after sex and um, you're, you're very, very normative in how we as women are and how we work. That's how we were made and we're not much past our reptilian brains any more than men are past their reptilian brains, the brain in which we have no language. And it does work best. I think he'll revere you even more. He'll treat you even more like a, you know, a princess in his, in his court. And I think you can do really well. But we want to hear and we want to know, and certainly I can talk to you um, off of this podcast a little bit more about any other steps that you have questions about, okay? Okay. Thank you very much. You're absolutely welcome. I'm really happy to have talked to you today. Hopefully you're feeling a little more confident about it. Uh, yeah, I wanted to do this podcast because I, you're a very wise lady and I wanted to know your opinion and what you thought about it and you know you're not only a dating coach but you're a social worker and you have a lot of experience so I wanted to get to um I wanted to know your opinion and well, what will you do in the case <laughs> well it's it's you know here's the thing if you said to me I just can't do that that's not going to be comfortable for me then we would go a different way but you're saying I'm willing to try this to see and really know because I don't necessarily want to spend more time with him. If he's, you see, if he's on board with it, this is what you have to really know, Diana. If he has enough feelings for you and he's on board with it, whether he takes two days, two weeks, two months, or 10 months for this proposal, it's coming. And what I mean by that is that regardless of the amount of time, if he's continuing to see you, then he's working towards that. Okay. All right. Yes. And it's right. to the degree that you don't allow yourself to be pushed off your stance and, and, and acquiesce and have sex with him. Yeah, you can do a little bit more, but intercourse is out of the question. Yeah, I wouldn't like to put myself in that position because mm -hmm. I'm probably going to give in. I mean, we're sexual beings as well. And yes. I, I probably will avoid that at all costs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's best to try to avoid it as much as possible. Anything other than just kissing, and even that can be tough. You're going to have to be the one to really 
you know, he wants that access to you. And that's a big part of you feeling at all close to him. But you're going to have to be the one to put a stop to it. So you do things that help you put a stop to it. Meaning, you know, if he says, well, you know, it's late and it's getting late, you need to leave, right? If you're spending too much time together or it's getting too hot and heavy, you have to be the one to say, okay, we better stop. And you do. You see? Yeah, I always put a stop. It's yeah. getting a bit harder, but it helps <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, it always helps that we don't go to each other's place. We see each other like in public. We mm. go to eat. We go to restaurants. We go to the beach. But we don't. Yeah. Well, that's good. He's being very, very respectful, and it sounds like you can. You you are handling it, and that you can. And again, once he's um, once you give him this kind of go ahead. Uh, it could come quite quickly, and I wouldn't doubt that it's within the next two months and no longer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very, very good. Thank you for being a guest today. I think this conversation was very interesting, and and it, it can be quite different for so many women listening to it um, because it's a little bit sometimes out of the context of modern-day relationships. but we know being here that many modern day relationships lose that that whole feeling of making men wonder and that is our most powerful tool that is correct i've I've learned that with with you reading your book well i'm so 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 glad it helped and i have really good feelings about this and so uh, you will uh, need to keep us up to date so We will uh, say thank you again and goodbye here. Okay, thank you so much, Paula, for your advice. I applaud Diana for several things. One is coming on here today because she got validation for what was in her mind. She needed to figure something out. And we did that together in a way that feels right to her and that she feels she can do. I love that. The second thing, of course, is that she is setting about changing the trajectory of her romantic life. That, that's huge. It takes knowing and just a little bit of knowing to do something to step out of the comfort zone of what we've always done. And that's what she did here today. And what all my guests do to one degree or another. You might be thinking how strange this may seem to be doing something so early on in a relationship. And This will be something new. If you open your mind to it, you might see how important it is. No matter how much we can love a man, be all in with a man, none of that matters until the man makes a decision. 
And it's only then that we can truly be free to figure out what it is that we may really want in any relationship. And that can be done vis-a-vis engagement. And there'll be pushback from so many who say, well, I wouldn't want to be engaged to a man whereby I don't know 100% about being married. Well, you may know 100%, but until that man makes the decision, you are really nowhere. And this is an unfortunate fact of the difference between men and women. Because as you know, if you listen to me here, if you've read my book, that men do not commit from love alone. I'm taking a page from many different cultural books, so to speak, of what works. There are cultures where people are set up. They don't know each other. They're set up by their families. That's on one end of the scale. All the way to the other end of the scale, which we in the Western world have gotten very used to, which is within three dates we are having sex with someone and then we believe it will go to full commitment or could go to full commitment. And sometimes it can. And that's where we get hung up because we hear of situations whereby people went out on a first date and the woman slept with the man and they're together or they got married and they are eclipses when they happen. I, when I work here with someone, go by what has the best chance of going the distance in a relationship so a woman gets what she desires and deserves. And Diana here doing what she will be doing and directing this to show her value especially to a man of a culture that adheres to the black and white dichotomy, which I talk about all the time. But make no mistake, all men, no matter their culture, have this in them, in their deepest reptilian brain. So it's always of value to work from Freud's Madonna whore dichotomy. And it will be then, once Diana secures the knowledge that Shane is all in, he's made his decision, then she can really set about knowing for sure if she wants to go the distance. Through having sex because it will not change her value to him when she does after his full commitment. We've been sold quite a bill of goods in our Western world of what will allow a man to go the distance and what can work. And if we utilize many 
of the approaches that certain cultures utilize, along with a bit of our Western approach, we can succeed in a much easier way that results in less heartbreak, less time wasted, less frustration, and that's what I'm all about. Not easy. And I'm here to tell you that anything worthwhile in life is not necessarily easy. It can be, but generally, think of it, the most valued things in our lives are things that we worked for, that we put a lot of time and energy into, and some of that's oxymoronic in that the more time in, in relationships with men, or romantic fulfillment, does not necessarily equal the best outcomes. I could do so many podcasts just on that topic alone as to the why of that. But suffice it to say that when you get the man's decision first, then you are in the driver's seat and you can decide whether or not you go the full distance. And that's, again, what I'm all about, what my GPS program is about, what my Lure Him In program is about. If you have been in a relationship for more than 10 months, a year, what have you, and you are not getting to a place of the man's decision and full commitment, then connect with me. Connect with me on Instagram, on YouTube. Check out my videos there. You can be talking to me here. You just go to realcoachingconversations.com and in a matter of hmm, sometimes a week or two, we can be talking just like Diana and I talked here about your unique situation. Otherwise, get my book. Check out my videos. Make sure you are being intentional about your relationships so that you do not waste your valuable time and risk heartbreak. Because when we do it right, our Mr. Right can give us the divine right relationship we desire and deserve. And of course, that always starts and ends with our three little words here, and that is to make him wonder. Thank you for listening to Make Him Wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at makehimwonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you.